you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is part four in my live learning series that I've been recording live on LinkedIn and YouTube, and of course, uh, broadcasting the recording here on the podcast as well. So don't worry if you didn't catch it live. Everything is right here in the recording, and I'm pretty much walking you through step-by-step the lessons in my book about how to own your career and how to own your life. Uh, These are lessons that are taught in the book that I teach in keynotes and training programs that I run for large companies, uh, as well as uh, insights and information you'll be getting uh, along with insights and questions and answers from me inside the new Own Your Career community that is launching very soon, or maybe launched by the time you listen to this, uh, depends on when we get everything up and running. Uh, and you always want to get the information you need by going to our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. Uh, everything should be right there on the latest of what we have offered, including free bonus resources from the book, uh, The Five Steps to Owning Your Career, The Top Five Most Common Career Mistakes, The Three Questions to Ask Anytime You Face a Big Challenge, all at ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. All right. In the first session we did a few weeks ago, we talked about the importance of self-reflection. That's kind of the foundation, self-awareness, self-reflection leading to self-awareness and self-awareness being the foundation for everything that we want to do in terms of owning our career. Uh, After that, we talked about setting a vision for where you want to go in your career and having as much clarity as possible because that clarity allows you to make decisions easier when opportunities and challenges come up. And of course, there's no perfect vision. Uh, We know that things do not work out perfectly as planned. Um, Just because you set a vision doesn't mean that you're going to achieve that vision or that goal or that thing that you want to achieve in your career and in your life. But I do think it increases your chances and uh, the clarity makes it a lot easier to respond to opportunities and challenges when they come up, as uh, I mentioned before. So I think it's a really great idea to have that vision after you have developed the self-awareness to know who you are and where you want to go. The next step we talked about in the third session was connecting to a purpose. Because when you have that vision, that idea of where you want to go, and you're working on goals, you're working towards something in your career, in your life, it's a great when you can actually connect that to a purpose or a why, or you know the answer when someone asks you, why are you doing this? Why do you show up at work every day? Why do you, are you, you know, why are you in the career that you're in? Why are you working towards the vision or the goals that you're working towards? When you can answer that question, it makes it a lot easier, not only to, to make progress towards that vision or goal, but to overcome the challenges that come up along the way. Cause we've all faced those challenges, right? We set a goal, we decide we're going to do something, and then the challenge comes up. The easy example I always go back to is, you know, we say, I want to get fit. I want to run a marathon. I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. Whatever fitness or health goal you set, it's always exciting to set that goal. And then the challenge comes up, right? We have a busy day of work and the end of the day comes and you're planning to go to the gym at 6 p.m. and you're just tired. I've been there many times. You're like, I don't really want to do this. 
Um, if you don't have a clear why, or you said you're going to get up early in the morning and do it, if you don't have a clear why, it's hard to get out of bed early in the morning. It's hard to um, leave the office or home and go to the gym after work. Um, but when you're really clear on like, well, I'm doing this because uh, I want to be around longer for my kids, or I want to run this marathon and show people that I can, or I want to be in better shape because uh, you know we've got a vacation coming up. It doesn't matter what it is. When you have a strong why, uh, they say that you can accomplish almost any how, or you can overcome any challenge. So that was the purpose. And then in uh, the fourth episode here today, we're talking about making a plan. And this is a pretty short and simple one today. Um, this is something I've talked about a lot in the keynotes that I give in big companies and, and webinars in the past. Uh, a hard lesson I've learned in my life is, you know, you can set this grand vision and this idea of where you want to go. You know, I want to be, the example I often give is when I was a kid, I said I wanted to be a professional baseball player. My dream was to be a professional baseball player. Um, by the way, if you're joining me live, I'd love for you to drop a note in the chat where you're listening from, watching from, and what was your childhood dream? What did you want to be when you were growing up? My dream was to be a professional baseball player. My hero was Ryan Sandberg. He was the second baseman for the Chicago Cubs. And I have posters of him on my wall, and that's what I wanted to be. The problem was, um, and, and I went to, you know, I played Little League Baseball, and I went to practice, and I played in the games. Um, but there were a couple of problems. One was, that, you know, the odds were against me. I've looked it up. I think it's one in every 3,300 kids who play Little League Baseball end up making it to the major leagues, the top professional league here in the United States. Uh, so the odds are already against me. And, and, and frankly, I was kind of a, an average mediocre player. I, I was good in some ways, but not really an all-star. Um, but the other problem was I didn't really have a plan. I didn't put in the extra work. I didn't go to my coach or my parents and say, hey, you know, I have this dream. I really want to be a professional baseball player. What can I do? What extra work can I do? Can we put a plan together? No, I just, I showed up at practice, showed up at work. I did my job, right? Just like many of you do in your jobs at work. You you do your job. You're not getting written up. You're not on a performance plan. You're not getting in trouble anytime soon, but you may not have a clear plan for how you want to achieve that vision or those goals that you said you want to achieve. And the lesson, the hard lesson that I learned uh, in going through this process is that a goal without a plan is really just a wish, right? So you have this goal, this idea, this thing that you want to achieve, but you don't have a clear plan for how to achieve it. It's really just a wish. It's just something you would love to have, love to achieve, but you don't have a plan to achieve it. So it's probably not going to happen. So I think it's a really great idea to, once you have that vision or that goal, the thing that you know you want to achieve, to sit down and make a plan. Um, and the more specific, the better. Get as specific as possible with that plan for how you're going to get there. When you think about, um, it doesn't have to be huge, but when you think about uh, any time a pilot takes off in a plane, uh, anytime uh, you know someone starts a new company, um, when you think about you just getting in the car to drive somewhere, you kind of have a plan. Um, you know, usually you have an idea of what direction you're going to go. Probably you're following Google Maps or Apple Maps telling you where to go. Or if it's a route that you're familiar with, uh, then you already like know which way you're going to go. And sometimes you might change at the last minute and go, yeah, I'm going to take this shortcut. I'm going to go a different direction. And that same thing happens in our career, right? We have the plan. And then sometimes we're like, oh, well, this opportunity came up or this construction right got in the way or this challenge came up. Uh, maybe I'll go over, I'll pivot and go over here. And that's okay. We got to be willing and able to pivot. The pilot who flies the plane uh, is able to go up and down at altitude to adjust for turbulence, right? And things that we might be running into. But 
he or she, they have a clear plan to take off from Orlando and fly to San Diego to know exactly how to get there. What's the route? Um, they don't take off wondering, oh, how are we going to get there? I'm not sure. Um, I kind of would like to land in San Diego. I just don't know how I'm going to get there. No, they always have a clear plan, right? And when you drive somewhere, you generally have a clear plan where you're going to go. Um, when someone starts a company, they have a clear plan. Uh, I mentioned this in my book, Elon Musk, you know, I still started multiple companies, including Tesla and SpaceX. He has a vision or a goal of putting a man or woman on Mars. I think he himself would like to get to Mars. And he has a plan for how to get there. That's not just a wish. He has a plan for how they are going to get to Mars. It's going to take some time, but they have a plan in place. So, you know, it doesn't have to be as big as putting a man or woman on Mars, right? But you do need a plan to help you achieve, you know, to get to that vision, that idea, that goal of where you want to get to. Otherwise, it's, it's probably not going to happen. And then once you have that plan, you can start to break it down into smaller goals, uh, annual goals, quarterly goals, monthly goals. I'm a big fan of setting smart goals. So that's specific, measurable, actionable, relative, and time-bound. The specific is, is really important because you know exactly what you're shooting for. Uh, relative, you know, let's be relative to what you're trying to achieve, your vision, of course. Uh, measurable, when you can measure it, then you know if you're making progress. You can track your progress on that goal and you have a good idea of, of whether you're making progress or not. Um, it, it's relative to uh, your uh, to, you know, your overall vision we, we talked about. Um, it's actionable. It's something you can actually take action on. Uh, and it's time bound. Uh, that way, again, you can measure the progress and know if you're on track. So uh, an example of two, one that's not so smart and one that is so smart is, uh, I want to be successful in my career. Well, what the heck is that? It's not specific. How do I get, you know, or I want to get in shape uh, or I want to be more fit, right? Um, that's not very specific. How do I measure progress? How do I know if I'm making progress in that goal? You get a little more specific. You say, I want to get a promotion or I want to be vice president one day. Okay, well, that's a great vision before you want to go. Let's set a smart goal. Like I want to achieve a promotion to director in the next seven months uh, by taking on two extra projects a month or three extra projects in the next seven months uh, and checking in with my manager every two weeks to get feedback on my progress. Now that's very specific on what you're going to do. You can measure your progress. You can ask yourself every two weeks, well, have have I taken on the extra projects? Have I met with my manager? Um, am I doing the things that's going to move me towards that? Start to measure that progress. It's definitely actionable. It's relative to your goal, your vision of getting to vice president one day. Um, and it is time bound. You're going to try to do it within seven months and you have time periods along the way. Now, once you have these goals, you can break those down into smaller goals. So I like to set uh, some annual goals at the beginning of the year in, in January and then break them down into quarterly goals or monthly goals and say, well, okay, um, if I want to uh, get this many clients or grow my membership community to 200 members, maybe I want to get to 130 by uh, the end of March and 150 by the end of June, you know, starting to break it down into quarterly goals. And you can start to make progress, you know, measure the progress and say, okay, am I making progress towards that goal? And those goals become a lot more um, attainable, right? Versus like, if I'm thinking, uh, you know, I want to get uh, 70 new members this year versus like 20 this quarter, it's a lot more attainable, something that I can really sit down and think, okay, how am I going to make that happen? When I published my book, it took me about 11 months uh, from beginning to end. And the vision was to have this book published out in the world. 
uh, that was at least 50,000 words. That was a huge thing. So I broke it down into some smart goals that I knew I could accomplish. And I created habits around that. So when you have the vision, you have the goals, start to create some habits around that so that you're making regular progress. And there are a lot of people out there, by the way, who don't love the idea of setting goals, who think it's better to set to create habits that just continue to make you a better person and you know achieve things on a regular basis. So you could look at it that way as well. Uh, when I went to when I wanted to publish my book, you know, my goal was to write a book that was fifty thousand words because I was told that was the average the length of an average business book. Um, but that seemed insurmountable. It's crazy to me. How could I write that many words? Um, but I broke it down into a daily habit of writing five hundred words per day for 100 days, 500 times 100, 50,000. That's okay. 500 words a day. That's something maybe I can do. And that's exactly what I did. I wrote, I wrote every morning, usually between six and 7am. Um, and I averaged about 530 words a day for three and a half months. And by the end of that time, I had, I think 60,000 words, something like that. Um, starting on January 1st and getting into April of 2020 when I wrote the book. And then it was just a matter of editing and then like laying out the process for how I was going to get there. And things actually slowed down in the middle after I got the writing done because I didn't have a clear plan for how I was going to edit and, and reshape the book to get it to a place where it was ready to publish. But once I put that plan in place and I put the pieces in place, then I got it moving again and we got the book published. Uh, it came out November 16th, 2020. Um, and I bring that up because it's just a very clear example. I've done many others where I've set goals and then establish a habit and then walk through that routine. And then others where I set a goal and I didn't have, you know, I set a vision, I didn't have goals and I didn't have habits and then nothing got done. I didn't achieve it. So I'm sure you can think of those examples for yourself. So think about if you want to get that promotion or, um, you know, a popular one right now is you want to build your network. I did a talk about that this morning for a global company. And the idea that, and did a post earlier today on LinkedIn, um, the idea that if you want to build your network and it's not something that comes naturally to you, you're not already doing it on a regular basis, that you create a habit and set a goal to say, I'm going to reach out to three new people every week um, for the next, I don't know, eight weeks and see how that goes, right? With the goal that at the end of eight weeks, I have 24 new connections, right? People that I know that I can do something for, they can do something for me, et cetera, right? So three new people a week that you're setting um, virtual coffee meetings with or having calls with. And at the end of eight weeks, you'd have 24 new connections. So that's kind of the goal, right? And instead of just saying, I want 24 new connections, which is like, ooh, that's a lot of people, you break it down into weekly habits and goals that can help you get there. All right. So um, what goes into your plan? We talked about breaking down the goals. You want to write down that vision for where you want to get to. Um, you want to write down what will it take to get there? What are the challenges that might come up along the way? Um, you know, if you want to get that promotion, right, who who do you need involved, right? You need feedback from your manager. You probably might want to get feedback uh, or support from your colleagues around you. Um, and then what are the challenges that might come up, right? What there, is there budget issues? Um, are there project issues? Like this and that, like get all that down and then make a plan. How am I going to deal with these? Uh, and do I need help? Our next session is going to be all about asking for and getting help. So do you need a mentor? Do you need a coach? Um, do you want an accountability partner from uh, one of your colleagues, right? Someone that can help you along the way in this journey, um, create some smart goals and, and set up some habits for uh, what you want to achieve. This is all about setting goals and habits that are going to help you make progress towards that ultimate vision. Uh, here are some examples that I put in my book 
of uh, goals that you could be setting, um, SMART goals. I want to complete a certification course by March 1st, and I will do that by attending classes or watching videos three times a week. So you're like scheduling that in what you want to do if you're going to get that certification. Um, I want to get my CPA by September 1st by completing a course, doing homework, and passing the exam uh, you know, at a certain date, right? Uh, I want to take at least one extra project at work each month, which will give me more experience and more exposure, right? So you're taking, it's very clear, I'm going to take on an extra project. So I need to make sure that I'm doing that, right? Um, if you had an accountability partner, they could ask you, check in with you and say, hey, have you taken on that extra project? <laughs> you said you were going to, right? Um, I will study finance for an hour, three nights a week for the next four months to increase my knowledge and achieve a certification. Uh, my goal is to get promoted in six months and I will have regular conversations with my manager throughout the time to make sure I'm on track. Another good one. My goal is to get a job in HR by December 1st and I will get there by networking with at least three HR professionals each month and having regular conversations with my manager. I would up that to maybe three conversations, two or three a week. Imagine if you wanted to, you know, you're looking to change careers. You started having a couple of conversations every week with different people in HR or whatever you wanted to get into, how much education, knowledge, how you'd build your network. Um, and I think by the end of the year, you, you would have something, right? Um, I will find a mentor by speaking with at least 10 people who have the job I want and asking at least three of them if they will be my mentor. That could be a little scary. But again, instead of just going around the world hoping that something happens for you or someone jumps out of a tree and says, I'm your mentor, right? You actually set a goal that I'm going to have conversations. I'm going to talk to 10 people. I'm going to ask three people to be my mentor and see what happens. Uh, last one, I will learn more about what's going on in my field and build my network by joining an association and attending at least four conferences or virtual summits this year, right? You can set a goal that you're going to go get yourself out there. That way, when that opportunity comes up and you go, ah, uh, I really need to work, I probably shouldn't go to this. And then you check back in with your goal and your vision and go, oh, I said I was going to attend four conferences or summits this year. I haven't done one in three months, so I, I should do this one, right? Because that's going to help me make progress. Um, and that's the key right there is getting specific with those goals. What are you trying to achieve? Um, I always recommend that you remind your, find a way to remind yourself on a regular basis. Um, we're going to talk about this in getting help, but find an accountability partner, um, partner up with somebody or talk to your manager if you're comfortable about the goals that you have and ask them if they give you feedback and hold you accountable and kind of help push you along the way uh, so that you keep going. Accountability is so, so key. It's so important uh, for us in moving forward towards achieving our goals. And you can also hold yourself accountable uh, by taking out a journal and writing down your goals and checking in on, on progress, tracking progress on a regular basis. Uh, I personally use daily affirmations every morning. I recite my affirmations of, I take a walk and recite my affirmations of you know who I am, who I want to be. And I recite kind of my 10 big goals for the year in all kinds of different categories of like the person I want to become and what I'm building and what do I want to achieve from an income perspective and all these different things. And it keeps me on track and it reminds me of the things that I said I wanted to do. And sometimes I forget about them for a while, um, but I can't forget for too long because I'm actually saying it to myself every morning and checking in. One of those recently at the end of 2021, I had been saying to myself, I'm going to publish my audiobook by the end of 2021 because I had let it slip for a while. And I realized going into November of 2021 that I still hadn't done the work on all the work on that and that it was almost the end of the year. So I scheduled in the time, I doubled down, I made it happen, hired an editor, and uh, we got the audiobook uh, recorded, edited, and published on 
December 21st, I think, something like that. So it came out before the end of the year. So I hit that goal because I've been reminding myself. By the way, if you haven't re yet read my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, it's available on Amazon. If you're an audiobook kind of person, you've been waiting for the audiobook, it is on Audible. It's out there, ready to go. You enjoy listening to my voice. Go check it out. There's some bonus stuff in there. Uh, own Your Career, Own Your Life. And uh, last thing, as I mentioned at the top of this, if you are looking for more free resources besides you know, getting the book for $17 or whatever it is on Amazon uh, and these, these lives and this podcast, I have free resources on my website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus, the five steps to owning your career, the top five most common career mistakes that people make, and the three questions to ask anytime you face a big challenge. Oh, I also have my morning routine in there as well and my affirmations. My gosh, we have a lot of great resources there. Uh, it's all there for free. You just got to put in your email address. Go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. Uh, thank you, everybody, uh, for joining who has joined me live. Uh, I saw a comment from my friend Matt Mazzafaro. Uh, goal setting is so critical. Without a goal, you can't lay out a pathway to success because you don't have a destination, right? You have no idea where you want to go. And like I said before, a goal without a plan is, is just a wish. So make a, set your vision, make a plan, set your goals, set up some habits, and start making regular, regular progress. And let me know how you're doing. Thanks again for listening. I'm Andy Storch, author of the book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life. And I will talk to you later.